And that's why you're a power mom. Welcome to the Power Moms podcast. Hi everybody, welcome to Power Moms podcast. Today we are joined by Dr. Rebecca Daly from International Medical Clinic, also known as IMC. <laughs> welcome to the podcast, Dr. Rebecca. Thank you very much, Kat, nice to be here. And you're not only a GP, but you're also a mum. I'm a mum as yes. well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a full-time GP and yeah. I'm a mum to two um, beautiful, but very energetic <laughs> children. Um, so a daughter who's nine and a son who's six. Oh wow, so, you've got uh, your hands full. Yeah, it can be noisy, It's <laughs> yeah. one word for it, but um, uh, yeah, it's, it's lots of fun, lots yeah. of fun. And how do you manage working? Because you work pretty full-time. Yeah, so I'm doing full-time with IMC. Um, so I think any working mum knows it's quite challenging and you sort of have to get really good at your time management yeah. um, you know I've got good at sort of doing all the shopping on the way in the taxi to work and you know multitask and get all that done and yeah. um, and I think also you have this sort of mental clock in your mind as a mum as it's starting to approach five six o'clock you know you've got to get going stop yeah. procrastinating <laughs> you know it's almost feeding time at the zoo That's so right. you have to go. <laughs> and you know it's time to get home so you know, it makes you focused. I think it's a great skill as a mum. It makes yeah. you focused, makes you get home, and I'm um, always there for bedtime and, and yeah. sure that that always happens. And so, talk to me about you as a GP and your. Mm. I know that you have a few special interests that are quite relevant to our listeners. Yes, yeah. So, I've had um, a lot of interest in women's health, sexual health, and contraception. Um, so, in my days as a junior doctor training to be a GP, I did um, a good job in Chelsea and Westminster in London doing sexual health and HIV medicine. And I also worked in obstetrics and gynaecology in New Zealand for six oh, months. Wow. Yeah, it was a really lovely, great team of midwives and doctors there. So that sort of got my interest going and in those two jobs and then training actually in general practice I did extra qualifications in obstetrics and gynaecology doing diplomas um, and then also the diplomas in family planning and it's a great skill to have in primary care because actually a lot of women's health can be sorted in primary care yeah. you know you can have access to all the tests and the scans and um, and I fit coils and implants and, and that can all safely be done within general practice. Which isn't always known. Which isn't known, you particularly in Singapore, um, you know, often you've got quick access to specialists here, which is great, mm -hmm. but I think people don't always know how much a GP can do. Yeah. And, you know, I love women's health because you really are there at really important times in a woman's life, you know from puberty all the way through having children, all the way through to the menopause and even beyond that. Yeah. And I think my philosophy has always been to empower women because women need to have informed decisions, yes. you know, and you can only do that if you've got all the information. So contraception. Talk to me about, <laughs> teach me. <laughs> <laughs> what to do. Well, you know, the thing with contraception is there are so many options and that's because every woman is really different, mm -hmm. you know, and actually a woman's needs for contraception change throughout her life as well. I think it's estimated that you'll use three or four different methods throughout your lifetime. Okay. Um, so after having a baby, 
you potentially you can't get pregnant in the first three weeks but three weeks on if you're not breastfeeding things can start happening in the ovaries yeah. you, they can start listen up, up people <laughs> <laughs> and there's a little uptick in um, unplanned pregnancies in the few oh. months after right. having a baby because often you know you're tired you're busy you're not thinking about you know contraception yeah. and yeah as I said earlier it's important just to, to make sure you, you're looking at your options condoms you can always use I mean they're readily available there's no hormones so it doesn't interfere with anything and quite safe but they're only about 85% effective are they um, <laughs> that's with typical use about 85% okay. effective yeah. but easy you know that, that could be a starting option say um, when it comes to pills you can start the progesterone only pill at any point you can just start taking that but the combined pill which most people are used to that you know that we call the pill the typical the pill, pill yeah. that you take for three weeks and have a week mm -hmm. off we would never start that in the first three weeks because of the risk of blood clots and we know that risk goes up a little bit after having a baby right. so for the first three weeks first three postpartum. weeks postpartum ah. you can't yeah you can't use that and that would also go for the patch because it's a similar type of drug it's a contraceptive patch called the Evra right. um, um, so after that then you could consider the um, depot injection as well some people like that it's an injection every 13 weeks 13 yeah oh nice <laughs> yeah so once you're injected that's it yeah. nothing to think about until your next appointment and then we just send you a text message when it's due and then you come back in right. for your next one um, and then coils are, are another option um, and a, a fantastic choice actually for contraception. It requires a bit more of a procedure so it can be a bit uncomfortable mm -hmm. with some bleeding and discomfort when it's fitted but if everything goes great then you've got that protection for five years yeah. and it's 99% effective. Um, uh, preventing pregnancy. Yeah, which that is significantly more than condoms. <laughs> Much more when than used condoms. how they're commonly used. <laughs> wow, 99% for five years. Okay. For five years, yeah. So that's a good choice for people. It's for a good choice it? for, I'd say it's a good choice for someone if they've completed their family, but yeah. they don't want something like sterilization, you know. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> they've completed so their family. <laughs> <laughs> so once the cord is removed, your fertility comes straight back. Okay. That's the great thing yeah. about it. Um, so it's yeah it's really reliable if you're busy you know you don't have to worry about remembering a tablet um, so it's a kind of fit and forget method yeah. that's it I like five it years. <laughs> yeah. fit and forget <laughs> and there's is there different types of coil that's right yeah. so you've got two so you've got one with the hormone which is the Mirena coil and one without which is the copper coil so the main benefit being that the copper coil, for some women, hormones are just a no-go. It causes all kinds of chaos, yeah. you know, PMT-type symptoms, weight gain, headaches. So for those women who really don't want any hormone, the copper coil is great. The only downside with it is it can cause more painful periods and your periods might be a bit heavier. Okay. But like all contraception, it's a bit of a suck and see because yeah. we can't sort of predict what's going to happen oh, okay. and we just have to see how you get on with it. Yeah. Then the Mirena coil with the hormone, typically your periods become less painful, very light and after a year often they stop completely. So then um, you've got four years of no periods. And then four years of no periods, oh, which nice. in a climate like Singapore, where you're in the swimming pool half the time, is actually quite nice. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't sort of build up inside you. People worry about, well, where's it all going? You know? It explode. 
<laughs> it's just the lining of the womb doesn't build up every month and that's okay. it. So really effective. Yeah. Um, if you suffer with endometriosis or you have painful periods, it's brilliant, brilliant yeah. sort of uh, treatment actually for that. Oh, wow. Same with heavy periods, can treat heavy periods. Yeah. So really useful. And do you fit both types here? So we fit both, yep, yep. So um, both are available and normally we have a chat and see what's right for you and then we get you back on a suitable time to, yep. to fit it. And yeah. it, does it take a little while, the appointment? So mm. let's run a scenario. Yeah. Let's say Pat, cat, <laughs> decides she needs a coil. <laughs> what would that look like? What would be the, what would the workflow? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So probably initial chat with me could be, depending on how many questions, some women come, they've read all the information, you know, yeah. they're, they're ready to have it. Oh, that must be great for you. <laughs> Tick this box. Straightforward. And, but a lot of people have lots of things they want to ask. So we go through it. I show them a little demo sample of the coil and it could be sort of a 15, 20 minute appointment. Um, then we decide if we're going to go ahead Head, then we book in and often I'll send some information via email give them time to think about it and if they've decided they can book straight for the fitting yeah. fitting takes we usually give a 45 minute appointment but if it's straightforward it's quite quick actually okay um, so you know it could be just a five ten minute to fit yeah. it um, obviously the preparation before that yeah that's great and there's a Starbucks downstairs so yeah, you go down for Starbucks afterwards <laughs> <laughs> convalesce down in Starbucks yeah that's okay and then from a misconceptions point of view because mm. I'm probably a good person to talk to because I don't know enough about this stuff <laughs> at my six-week checkup when my doctor said do you need to talk about contraception I was like mm. no <laughs> and then I started the combined pill while oh, I was breastfeeding ah, so clearly yeah. I did need to talk yeah, about yeah, contraception because then Dr. Mifley, another IMC doctor here, yeah. was like, no, you need the progesterone. Yes, yeah. I mean, strictly speaking, you could have had the combined pill, um, but there is a thought that it can affect your breastfeeding and your breast milk. So if you're not breastfeeding from three weeks on, yes, you can go for combined yeah. pill. You could go from six weeks after having a baby, having the combined pill, but you know, you might want to have the progesterone only initially. And it, just to make sure it doesn't interfere. Yeah. Um, but you do need to think about it. If you're breastfeeding, the periods could take months to come back. Mm -hmm. In fact, there is a method called the LAM method, the lactation amenorrhea method. Okay. Basically, the three rules are that you're breastfeeding day and night, yeah. uh, which you usually are in the first six months. Yeah. Your periods haven't come back. Um, and it's a six month period. So breastfeeding day and night, no periods, and you're within the first six months after having a baby, it's probably about 90% effective as a okay. method of contraception. The problem is, if your ovaries suddenly wake up, <laughs> yeah. you don't know until your period two weeks later. Doesn't so you could come. <laughs> so it's oh. a little bit of uncertainty. Yeah. Um, so that's what you've got to remember. Okay. But you technically, if you are not breastfeeding, you could get pregnant any time after three weeks onwards, yeah. and wow. you could ovulate and get pregnant. Um, so it is important yeah. to, to be thinking Have about it. Have you seen it. that yeah. much? I've had a couple of cases in Have my you? career where you've had to give them the news, and, and, and you know, in fact, both I remember they really didn't think it would be pregnancy. They were just feeling very tired, feeling felt a bit sick. <laughs> Common pregnancy, yeah. <laughs> and then you have to deliver the news. So yeah, yeah it's important to think think about contraception as well. 
Um, but you know, in the early stages, often you're not having sex anyway. You know, yeah. things still sore. You're tired. Your boobs are leaking. You might not feel that. You don't feel that, that attractive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but then sex is spontaneous, so it's good to be prepared, really. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. Yeah. And there are, are there any other misconceptions about any of the types of contraception that you would like to? clear up. I feel mm. like that was a mouthful. Misconceptions about contraception. About contracep <laughs> I mean the big one most women ask me about is weight gain yeah. um, and definitely I would say with the injection, the depot injection, we know that that can cause weight gain in some women. Um, studies show that the combined pill shouldn't. There's okay. no actual good evidence that it causes weight gain but anecdotally some women do notice. But we have several pills, so if it's happening, we can we can sort of switch to a different pill. Okay. And the coil shouldn't have any effect on, on weight, actually. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Are, do people are people a bit sceptical about the coil? I think so. Um, I often find people choose their contraception based on what their friends are using yeah. or what their experience is, <laughs> you know. Um, and that's what we do as women, don't we? We chat and we support each other and advise each other. Yeah. So if their friends had a bad time, it can be quite difficult for me to kind of reassure them that you might be okay actually with yeah. the coil and maybe we try it. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's sort of uh, dependent a little bit on that, yeah. I think. And yeah. do people think, because you hear five years in coil, do people think mm. then it has to stay in five years? Well, yes, I think one of the issues I would say is if, if you're having it fitted in Singapore, it's not always that cheap in terms of investing because insurance doesn't always cover it, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and therefore, if, if you say you want it out in a, a six months or a year, I sometimes say, mm, do you think you really want to go through all this for a short period of time? Yeah. Um, but I mean, some people have it fitted maybe for two years because they just want to space the pregnancies. They know they forget pills and they just want something really reliable. Um, so as long as I've counselled them about all that, then we yeah. go ahead and we say, okay, we do this for two years, we take it out, we know your fertility will come straight back afterwards. Yeah. So if that suits you, then let's go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I guess for those people that are, I mean, it's common that we talk about people struggling with fertility, mm. but some people are very fertile. Yes. And that's <laughs> the problem in itself for some people. <laughs> so I guess that is a very good solution then, yeah. just to just so that they haven't got five under five. Yes. <laughs> the other option you can always think about is the implant as well, because it's similar to the coil insofar as it's very effective and it's just progestogen again, yeah. um, but it only lasts for three years. Okay. And it's dead easy to fit actually, and it goes into the arm. Yeah, I've well, seen friends that have, have it, you? and then you go, kind of go, ooh, it's like a little it. bit of rice under the arm. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And it's funny, some people are squeamish about that one, but they'd have a coil any day. Yeah, because can't <laughs> see that or feel They're that. Just, yeah, <laughs> and the other, yeah, works both ways. Yeah. yeah.